I'm turning to one verse of Scripture in the Old Testament from one of the minor prophets. It's a Scripture that we read very briefly some weeks ago, but we're going to go a bit more in depth to it today, beginning today. From the book of Micah, chapter 2 and verse 13, from the Amplified Version, Let's read this one passage together, shall we? Everybody, let's read. The breaker, let's go. The breaker, the Messiah, will go up before them. They will break through, pass in through the gate, and go out through it, and their king will pass on before them, the Lord at their head. (laughs) Oh, Can we read that again? Let's go. The breaker, the Messiah, will go up before them. They will break through, pass in through the gate, and go out through it. And their king will pass on before them, the Lord at their head. Some 700 years before Christ's coming to the earth, coming into this world, the prophet Micah clearly points to one whom he calls the breaker. The breaker who will go up before God's people as their king, leading them into breakthrough. Studies reveal that a title given to the Messiah, well known to the Jews, was the breaker through. That was a title 700 years before Christ given to the Messiah. It was very well known throughout the Jewish world The breaker through. (laughs) I love that. The breaker through. Of all the Old Testament prophets, I'm sure you're aware, so I'm just going to help you to uh, stirring up your remembrance. But of all the Old Testament prophets, it was Micah, the prophet Micah who provided one of the most significant prophecies of Jesus Christ's birth in that he accurately pinpointed the town of Bethlehem as Christ's birthplace. And not only that, but it was Micah who clearly pinpointed as to Christ's eternal nature. Micah chapter 5 and verse 2, But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, you are little to be among the clans of Judah, yet out of you shall one, capital O, shall one come. He shall come forth for me, who is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth 
have been from of old, from ancient days, eternal. So if Micah was so accurate in pinpointing Bethlehem as Christ's birthplace, and if Micah was so prophetically accurate in helping us understand Christ's eternal nature, then we can be assured, church, that Christ is the breaker through. Christ is the breaker. Notice this, verse 13, the latter part of it, of our text says, He will cause them to pass in through the gate and go out through it to go in and to go out. Now the gate here signifies obstacles or hindrances. To be precise, it signifies barriers which block freedom and restoration. So the gates or the gate that is spoken of here it signifies barriers which block freedom and restoration, which block access to God. But there would come one, the breaker through. There would come one. This is, this is Micah's prophecy that's so powerful. He proclaimed that the breaker would break down anything that would hinder the restoration of God's people. Much as a shepherd breaks open or clears the way for his sheep, going before them and leading them out the gate to pastures and then bringing them back in through that gate for safety. So the Lord Jesus would remove all barriers to deliverance and salvation and blessing for his people. And as we gloriously celebrated last week, oh my, were we blessed last week or what? Oh, come on, church, don't patty cake. I mean, our hearts are so grateful. Thank you. Thank you, all of you who just gave to make Easter, I believe, the most special that we've known in Nairobi Lighthouse Church, and we're so, so thankful. And as we celebrated last week, this was accomplished, this breaking of the barriers and bringing freedom and restoration and salvation was accomplished when the good shepherd of our souls went to the cross. He was lifted up from the earth. Listen to this. He was lifted up from the earth. Micah said, the breaker shall go up before them. Christ was lifted up from the earth on the cross, laying down his life for the sheep. According to John chapter 12, verse 32, in order to draw all men unto him. So even as we heard last week, when Christ stated it is finished. And he died. The scriptures say that at that moment, the veil of the temple 
was torn in half from the top to the bottom. Mark chapter 15, verse 38. From the top to the bottom. The barrier that kept man from accessing the presence of God was broken. The moment that Jesus said, it is finished, that veil was rent not from the bottom up as we heard last week, for that can be accomplished by man, but from the top to the bottom. And that barrier that kept men from the presence of God, that barrier was torn, was broken, bringing to fullness the plan of the ages. Thank God for Jesus. Today I want to begin a new series, and I'm excited about it. We're going to share breaking through barriers. Breaking through barriers. Every one of us seated here today have have been and will be confronted with barriers. Something that will seek to stop you from becoming who God wants you to be, something that seeks to stop you from becoming who God wants you to be and getting to the place that God wants you to go. That's a barrier. Stop you from becoming who God wants you to be. You're not there yet. There's more. There's more that God wants for your life. And barriers seek to stop us from getting to that place that God wants us to go. Sometimes those barriers could be there for a very long time. Sometimes a week, sometimes a month, sometimes a year or 10 years. But I believe the breaker is here today. I believe the breaker is here today. The breaker through it showed up today. And I believe you are breaking through barriers, regardless of how long they have been in place. Let me illustrate this. From 1865, none of you were born at that time. From 1865 to 1945, this is a period of 80 years. 25 world records were set for running the mile. Or today it's the 1,500 meters. Actually, it's, it's, it's more than that. The mile is actually 1,609 meters. But we run the 1,500 meters today. But... All through those years, it was known as the mile, running the mile. And in the 80-year period from 1865 to 1945, 25 world records were set for running the mile. And all of the 25 records, all of them were above four minutes. All the 25 records were above four minutes. So the world came to accept that it was impossible to run the mile under four minutes. 
all through this time, people actually had the scientific theories to say that it was beyond human endurance and beyond human capacity for anyone to run the mile or the 1,500, 1,600 meters less than four minutes. They had scientific theories. They had proven (laughs) scientifically that the human body did not have the capacity or the endurance. And it became to a large extent a physiological barrier that limited the physical ability of athletes until May 6th, 1954. Nine years after the last record was set in 1945 and all through this time, people embraced that this barrier could not be broken. They embraced that it was not possible that the human body was not physically capable, did not have the ability, they embraced it, they took that. But in 1954, a gentleman named Roger Bannister ran the mile under four minutes. He ran it in three minutes, 59.4 seconds. Come on. He ran it in three minutes, 59.4 seconds, proving the barrier of the four-minute mile could be broken. Mm. But that was not the only fascinating thing about this story. Do you know how long it took for someone else to beat Bannister's record? Do you know? Anybody know? Six weeks. After 80 years, 89 years to be precise. Six weeks after Bannister broke the record, the sub-four-minute mile was broken. His record was broken. And the sub-four-minute mile has now been achieved by over 1,400 runners. Somehow I'm feeling the Holy Ghost on this. I mean, I feel the presence of God so strong right now. What's the point? Here's the point. What was thought to be a barrier was broken through and suddenly many people began to believe. They began to changed their belief. All these 89 years, they believed the human body was not capable, that it couldn't endure. But after Bannister, Roger Bannister broke it, they changed their belief system. And six weeks later, after 89 years, Bannister's record was broken. So people began to believe and then they began to achieve. Listen, you need to take note of something. Many barriers of impossibilities are myths that we have come to accept as reality. 
but the breaker is here today. And that which would seem impossible to us is possible with God. And so many times, barriers of impossibilities are myths that we have come to accept as reality. We all at times experience circumstances that create obstacles which block our ability to believe what God has promised in his word and what the breaker has already accomplished for us. I want to repeat that because this is going somewhere. We all at times experience circumstances that create obstacles that block our ability to believe what God has promised in his word, what God has already spoken in his word, what God has already decreed and what the breaker has already accomplished for us. You see, without belief, we are unable to experience all of what he has for us to do in this life. Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, if you will simply believe, if you will believe that which you've asked for, if you will believe in my name, you will receive. If you pray believing in my name, you will receive. And consequently, because we lack belief, we are not very effective in building the kingdom. James chapter 1 verse 6 says, But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. I pray that in this series of messages we began, that faith will arise, that he has already gone before us. This morning as we were praying as pastors in the green room, Pastor Nelson was leading us and he began his prayer exactly like this. Lord, I thank you today for opening doors. And I thank you. Secondly, he said, I thank you that you have already gone before us. Come on. It's the Holy Ghost. So we have to believe what steps do we need to take to break through barriers? Well, to answer that, we need to ask the following. You need to ask yourself this question. What's holding you back? What steps do we need to take to break through barriers? You need to ask yourself first, what's holding you back? Then what's your impossible? I put that word in quotes. What is your impossible situation? What barriers do you need to push through? So step number one to break through barriers, very simply, identify the barrier. Identify the barrier. This is the first step we need to take. What's holding you back? What's your impossible situation? What barriers do you need to push through? Number one, identify the barrier. Now, I'm going to take 
a few moments right here because many times when we start seeking to identify the barrier that's really holding us back or that we need to push through and see ourselves come into a place of freedom and breakthrough, so often it feels like, it can feel like ours is an isolated situation or an isolated case. Somehow we can, we can feel intimidated. Barriers have a way of intimidating us. And so I want to I go through Scripture and I want to just point out some barriers that men and women of God faced. And perhaps you're facing one or more of them. And this is by, I'm doing so so that it will help you identify the barrier because this is our year of breakthrough, church. And the breaker has gone up before us. The breaker has already accomplished for us that place of victory. We don't have to be kept back and held back. We can come to a place of fullness. So depending on where we find ourselves in life, our obstacles could be, first, career barriers. Career barriers. Like Jesus' disciples, when they fished all night and they caught nothing. Career barriers. Fished all night and caught nothing. Have you ever fished all night and caught nothing? And you begin to wonder, what's going on? What's happening? Career barriers. We're going to help identify some barriers here because people all throughout the Bible encountered barriers. The second is relationship barriers. Relationship barriers, like the Samaritan woman having had five husbands and the man she was currently with was not her husband according to John chapter 4 and verse 18. How many of you know that's a, that's a barrier? <laughs> Five husbands and the one she had was not currently her husband. Relationship barriers. Financial barriers. I think probably a number of us here this morning could lift our hands on this one. Financial barriers. Like the widow woman who said to Elisha, the creditors are coming to take my two sons to be slaves. The creditors are coming to take my two sons to be slaves. 2 Kings chapter 4. And verse 1, Elisha's response to her was this, what do you have in your house? Come on, the answer's in the house, church. 
Come on, the victory over that barrier is in the house. What do you have in your house? She said, nothing save a small pot of oil. He said, go to all your neighbors. Ask of your neighbor's vessels. Come and lock the door and begin to pour. And as she did, she filled all those vessels. Come on, that barrier was demolished. And she lived on the rest of it, her and her son, for the duration of the famine. From one pot of oil, God put her in the oil business. And that, that, that barrier was broken. Come on, somebody. The breaker has come. Spiritual barriers. Spiritual barriers. Pastor, I just can't seem to, to get there spiritually. Like David. When he cried out, long enough, God, you've ignored me long enough. I've looked at the back of your head long enough. (laughs) Long enough, I've carried this ton of trouble, lived with a stomach full of pain. Long enough. There's barriers. Spiritual barriers. Come on, we're going to identify these barriers. And we're going to see the broken in the name of Jesus. The breaker has gone up before us. The breaker is here to bring us through and to to lead us in, to lead us out. Go before us. He is our head, the King, the risen King. Hallelujah. Who rose triumphant over death, hell, and the grave. He's leading us. And we're overcoming the barriers that are seeking to keep us from all that God wants us to be and all that God wants us to do and the places that he wants us to possess. Come on, there's more for you to take. There's breakthroughs ahead of you. Self-image barriers. Mm -mm. Self-image barriers, like Moses when he said, Who am I, Lord? I'm slow of speech, and I'm slow of tongue. Self-image barriers. Well, this is a big one right here. But the breaker, the Messiah, has gone up before us. He's the captain of the host. Come on. And we are the redeemed of the Lord. He has raised us and taken us off the dunghill, and he's set us among princes. We have to begin to see that barrier broken and know who we are in Christ. And rise up. Come on, I could preach on every one of these, but it's just for us to help with identification. Come on, we need to identify some barriers because God has things for you. Fear and anxiety barriers. Fear and anxiety barriers. Like the ten spies who returned from the promised land. And they said to the people, we cannot... Go up. Think about this. The breaker, the Messiah, will go up before them. God sends those spies into the promised land, and they come out and says, we cannot go up and take the land. There are giants in the land, and we are like grasshoppers in their sight. 
The Message Bible says they looked down on us as though we were grasshoppers. Fear and anxiety barriers. Cultural and racial barriers. Come on, let's identify some barriers today because we're going to overcome, church. Cultural and racial barriers, like Jesus when they said of him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? See, Jesus faced these things. The breaker has gone up before us. Hallelujah. And we're breaking through Barriers because of what he did for us. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Oh my. Let me give you a couple more. Emotional barriers. Emotional barriers. Like Elijah who suffered from deep, dark depression. First Kings chapter 19, on the run from Jezebel. Here's the prophet of God, the mighty, mighty man, Elijah. On the run from Jezebel, he goes 40 days and he reaches Mount Horeb. And the message Bible says in verse 9, When he got there, he crawled into a cave. This is the prophet of God who has just been successful in bringing the entire nation back to God, killing 450 prophets of Baal. And the people now coming back and and, and beginning to worship. And Jezebel said, I'm going to make you like one of them by this time tomorrow. And Elijah took off. And here's the man of God crawling, crawling into a cave. Come on, you you need to hear this because many times when we face these barriers, we, we, we somehow quickly forget of what people have been through and what people who have gone before us have encountered and how they managed. Come on. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Elijah, where? What are you doing here? Listen to what he said. I've been working my heart out for you, God. (laughs) Can you just hear the emotion? Listen to this. I've been working my heart out for you, God. The people of Israel have abandoned your covenant. Now he's beginning to inform God. The people of Israel have abandoned your covenant, destroyed the places of worship, and murdered your prophets. I'm the only one left. And now they're trying to kill me. Emotional barriers. I believe God's setting some people free from depression in the name of Jesus. From the barrier of depression. Because of economy because of all kinds of we we're coming out of depression in the name of Jesus the breaker is here today 
And God's going to set some people free. Finally, religious barriers. Religious barriers, like the Pharisees who were so focused on the letter of the law that they were blind to the spirit of the law. Religious barriers. Thank God we've been delivered from dead, cold religion. And we've been filled with the Holy Spirit, the fire of the Holy Ghost. So whatever the barrier is, whatever the barrier is, once you identify it, you need to know something. Breaking through is never easy. Whenever you begin to study, some weeks ago I told you about the breakthrough of Chuck Yeager and what Chuck Yeager went through as he broke the sound barrier. Breaking through is never easy. It's always, when there are breakthroughs, it's always at the extreme limits. And, and it, it's, it's never easy. It takes God's enabling grace and it takes a personal determination and a kind of holy discontent, meaning that you're no longer content in being stuck. You're no longer content in having your emotions all over the place. You're no longer content living in fear and in anxiety. You're no longer content in living under this anxiety and this poor self-image. You're no longer content. You're rising up and you're looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, the breaker who has gone before us and has brought freedom and deliverance. You know, breaking through barriers sometimes can be scary. Everything in you will shout, pull back, pull back. But in order to succeed, we must embrace the finished work of the cross. And we must receive the courage that God supplies. And let's push forward, church. You've identified a barrier or maybe more than a barrier. Barriers in your life right now. I want to pray for the courage of God, even in this series of messages, but beginning right now. I want you to receive the courage to put your faith in the breaker today, to put your faith in the work of Jesus Christ today, the finished work of the cross. Come on, if you need that courage right now in facing any barrier that you're dealing with, I want your hands up. I want to pray for you right now. I want us to receive a fresh courage today that we're breaking through barriers. Father, in the name of Jesus, our hearts are so grateful. Our hearts are so thankful. Lord, even as we began this message, we began by saying thank you. Thank you for rising from the dead, triumphant over death, hell, and the grave. Thank you for sending Jesus to be the supreme sacrifice for us. Thank you, Jesus, that you went to the cross so that we might rise up and be brought in to all who believe that we might come and receive the fullness of life and peace and health and blessing. And today, Lord, we're dealing with barriers, situations in our life. And God, we rise up as your people right now. And we lift up our eyes unto you, Lord Jesus. 
You are truly the author and the finisher of our faith. We take our eyes off of the circumstances, off of the situation, and we call for courage right now. We call for courage to believe. We call for courage right now in the name of Jesus uh, to be your people, to walk by the walk of faith, looking unto you, our eyes steadfast upon you. And we thank you that every obstacle, every hindrance uh, is being demolished and is being brought down uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, Self-image barriers, my God. Uh, Cultural and racial barriers, my Father. Financial barriers in the name of Jesus. Relationship barriers in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the courage, my God, to rise up as the people of God and to take our stand. We're no longer content to live as we've been living. We rise up as your people and we say our marriage is breaking through. Our marriage is breaking through, oh God. Our home life is breaking through. Our children are breaking through. Every barrier, my God, that would keep them out. We take the courage today to proclaim in Jesus' name that we're coming up higher and we're walking in freedom and we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I feel faith in the house today. I feel faith in the house today. Father, thank you for your grace. Thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's have a breakthrough week, everybody. Breaking down barriers. Let's go and and see the breaker at work in our lives. In Jesus' name.